welcome back to the uh, Lakelands Football Show podcast. Um, I'm uh, Skylar Rolstad, and uh, right in front of me here is... Uh, Wesley Dotson. And Greg Deal. And uh, so we're, um, you know, we're back for another week, uh, getting ready for week one now, um, which, uh, you know, last week was week zero, so this well, is... Why do they call it week zero? Uh, well, not every team played last week, so yeah. um, that's... it's. Dave, uh, it, it's kind of like a. It started a long time ago, is what I, from what I know, started a long time ago where uh, the SCHSL basically said you can start playing games on this week, but pretty much everybody would only play uh, that week oh, after. Okay. So the so official, then a few teams official got first week kind of, of everybody playing is week one. Yeah, but, okay, um, makes sense. A bunch of teams get kind of a kind of a head start, I guess, yeah. uh, if you look at it that way. Okay, basically, cool. but. Uh, you know, uh, first off, um, our game of the week this week is going to be Greenwood at Gaffney. Um, that's going to be a tough one uh, for the Eagles. Um, certainly, uh, you know, Gaffney's number two ranked in uh, in uh, Class 5A, and I just think uh, I think Greenwood's going to have their hands full. Um, I do know that Gaffney has a quarterback who's got an offer from Georgia Southern. They've got a wide receiver with an offer from Duke and Colorado State and Appalachian State. Uh, his name is Stan Ellis. So, uh, you know, I think that, you know, Gaffney in the passing game is probably going to look pretty good, but uh, as far as their actual offensive system, I don't really know much about. Um, but, you know, what's important is knowing what's going to go on with Greenwood. And, uh, Last week, Greenwood's offense looked uh, pretty bad. Um, I mean, uh, Greenwood—you know—they they, could—they could complete some passes when they needed to. Uh, KJ Makins made a made a really good catch um, for about 38 yards at one point in the game on third down. Um, I thought Brett Spearman came in and actually looked pretty good. Um, I thought Dalen Rapley—you know—he he didn't play a bad game necessarily. Um, and I definitely did think that, that Greenwood's offensive line uh, needs to do a little bit better this, this week. Uh, and I think not having Lawrence Parlow on that line probably maybe affected them a little bit more than they, they thought that uh, it would. Um, but, you know, I, you know, you look at Greenwood's offense, um, Markevius Sproul, a running back, came in, had a great second half. I would look forward to seeing him get the ball a little bit more. Um and then, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I, I like to talk about the offense because there's a lot to talk about with the offense. But the defense, um, you know, they had uh, two defensive scores in, last week against South Aiken. Um, a bunch of tackles. I think there were three guys with ten total tackles. Um, two interceptions. Uh, so the defense and defensive special teams of Greenwood is, is really, really good. And I think uh, – we're going to see that a lot more this season. Uh, so I think coming into the reservation with a really good defense, you probably like your chances to get the upset. Um, and that's That'll be a tough one. It'll be really yeah. tough. Um, you know, preseason rankings, we can get into this when we talk about Saluda against Strom Thurmond, but uh, preseason rankings to me, I just, I don't know. I don't like it. Um, obviously, we're not going to just sit here and not, you know, look forward to the season and not rank teams, but the preseason rankings, I feel like they just set a uh, 
a wrong expectation. Um, and you see that a lot in college basketball also. Um, but, you know, let's, uh, let's move on real quick uh, to Emerald at T.L. Hannah, um, which is going to be on Friday. Uh, Wesley, can you just kind of give us uh, Emerald's outlook? Um, how, who, who impressed you last, last week? Um, who kind of flew under the radar last week? Just what did you think? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I think the most impressive part of Emerald's uh, 23 to nothing win was that uh, defensive effort. Um, being led by Grayson Dixon and Cameron Gordon on, on the defensive line. Uh, Grayson Dixon came up with a five-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown, and uh, Cam Gordon had a few sacks in that game and a couple tackles for loss. Uh, so, you know, those are the two guys that uh, the Vikings will be relying on this season defensively. Uh, offense is still a work in progress. Um, not a great start. You know, first play of the season, they end up uh, fumbling the ball back over to 96, but uh, they put together some good runs, had a strong uh, rushing attack with uh, Demarius Morton, who ended up with a, a touchdown run uh, there in the third quarter. Uh, so, uh, you know, they'll be relying on their defense to keep them in a lot of games this season and uh, still looking for some improvement offensively. Yeah, Coach Max said at the coaches' meeting that uh, they were learning how to dribble the ball a little bit better uh, with the fumbles <laughs> there. Um, yeah, obviously, Zakoya Selmore being the uh, – point guard on the basketball team really good basketball player uh you know i just thought that was funny yeah um <laughs> yeah they're about four or five missed snaps in that in that right game, yeah so. uh yeah it's just a lot of a lot of changes going on there at emerald um and obviously a tough test with teal hannah um not to mention that being an away game um and then uh over here a little bit closer to the area um we've got abbeville at newberry and greg uh you know what are your thoughts on uh, the way Abbeville is going to look? And uh, I know that Newberry, I think, is like sixth in 2A. So. Yeah. It's our 3A? 3A, yeah. 3A, yeah. Um, you know, uh, I think Newberry is going to pose a, a big challenge to Abbeville. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to read Abbeville right now. Um, Jamie, Coach Jamie Nichols keeps talking about the journey, the process. Um, these are things – Maybe he's thought about in the past with past teams, but um, I think it's his way of saying, you know, he's trying to see how things develop, uh, specifically with the offense and the back, the new backfield. Um, you know, Abbeville won. Well, they did, it was a draw, but you know, the game was uh, called early against Lincoln County, ten to seven, and that's a team they beat fifty-seven to nothing last year. And I don't think Lincoln County became that good overnight. Um, and of course, we know Abbeville lost to Strom Thurmond in the in the Jamboree preseason. So it's really hard to draw a read on that. I'm looking forward to a full game to cover against a good team, and this will be a good measuring stick for them. And we'll see how uh, their their rushing attack uh, looks defensively. I think they're pretty pretty good. Um, some of some of their problems uh, uh, have come in special team situations where they've had blocked field goals that have been returned back to the nine-yard line, things like that, that have cost them points. Um, so it's kind of you know uh, it's, it's like he said, it's, uh, you know it's a, it's a process, um, but this will this will definitely be a good measuring stick. It's on the road. It's against the three A team. It's a decent three A team. Uh, so I think we'll we'll see we'll see what 
shakes out from this one. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, 96 is St. Joseph's. Uh, don't know a whole lot about St. Joseph's, but uh, Wesley and Greg, uh, what did you guys think about um, how 96 looked? Pretty one-dimensional. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was and, – and Josh Booker got hurt in the game, and we don't know his status right now, but uh, at running back, he carried the ball most of the time, and he was most of their offense. Um and it, it, you know, it, it was something quick to figure out, uh, and, and Emerald did that. And once they figured it out, they, they really, especially in the second half, took, mm-hmm. took control. But um, you know, they looked a lot better in the jambor- the first jamboree. I was thinking that they they had some good potential this year, but they 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 struggled against Emerald to move the ball. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and then I'll go ahead and take uh, Where Shoals at Calhoun Falls. Um, so I don't think that this game counts in the region. I'm almost positive um, that they have a, another game later in the region schedule. So, you know, bear that in mind. But also, I think Where Shoals against a region opponent, even though it is Calhoun Falls, uh, should be interesting. Um you know, Chris Johnson was telling me he's super confident in how good Wershoals is this year. Um, and, you know, you saw that uh, with them beating Oak Brook Prep 23-12 last Friday. Um, actually, I think it might have been 32-12. I, I, pro- yeah, I think I wrote that wrong. I think it was 32-12. Yeah. Um, but, so, but anyway, you know, uh, I, I think I think Wershoals is pretty good. You know, when I went to... Uh, where Shoals practice um, at the beginning of the you know preseason, I came back and I told Wesley that Where Shoals wants Bama this year, um, and I may not have been wrong about that. To be honest with you, um, I mean, obviously it's an exaggeration, but uh, Where Shoals I think is uh, is kind of looking like that maybe second fiddle to McCormick at this point in time, and so. Uh, Teams get better or they get worse as the season goes on. And, uh, you know, McCormick and Wershoals will be in completely different places uh, as far as injuries, form, um, offensive system, uh, stuff like that uh, by the end of the season when they play. So definitely keep an eye on that. Um, Obviously, uh, it kind of goes without saying, I think Wershoals is going to uh, beat Calhoun Falls pretty badly. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, and then, uh, you know, let's just, uh, go around, um, open things up here. Uh, player of the week predictions, um, not necessarily who you think is actually going to win the player of the week, but just a guy who you think, um, is, you know, seems like a good player, um, and the matchup works for them, stuff like that. Uh, we'll start with Wesley here. What do you think? Uh, yeah, just going right back into that where shows Calhoun Falls game, I'd look at uh, Jamarius Goodman, uh, you know, potentially having a big another big game this week. Uh, ended up with uh, over 115 yards, two touchdowns uh, last week against Oakbrook Prep. Uh, I think he's got a chance to, uh, you know, really wear down that Calhoun Falls defense, you know, with their limited roster size, and, you know, he's a chance for a big game in that one. Absolutely. Greg? Uh, I'm going to sound like a broken record on this one, but uh... I see, I see Noah Bell throwing quite a few 
touchdowns against Rich Springman out of this week. Absolutely. Uh, as I look up and down here, there's so many evenly matched games going on. But, um, you know, I think in that one, that's one you're going to probably see him pass for a lot of yards. Absolutely, yep. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'm going to go with – I'll try and pick a Greenwood player here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say – I'm going to say K.J. Makins, just a kind of a wild guess here. Um, I just I just think that Gaffney's going to pass the ball a little bit. Um, I think Makins is a weapon on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. He's a lockdown defensive back. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, – I know he's a good player, but obviously when you're a DB, it's tough because you don't get a whole lot of chances. Uh, nobody's going to throw the ball to you because uh, – because they know you're the best guy in the field, so uh, I guess I guess I'll go with that. Um, another guy that I could see playing really well would maybe be uh, J.D. Moore. I guess I would say against against Newberry there. J.D. Moore is uh, is also a DB on defense that he plays sometimes, and he's a quarterback. I think he's gonna. I wouldn't really say bounce back because the game got canceled last week, but I think he's gonna. Uh, bounce back if you could call it that and then also uh, I know Newberry passes the ball a fair amount so um, you know we'll we'll see what happens there um, and uh, just run through the games uh, that are going on um, here real quick uh, yeah as you said Greg Rich Spring Mineta at Saluda um, Rich Spring Mineta is a 1A team um, I think they played Saluda last year and I can't really remember what the score was but, um, yeah, that passing game over there in Saluda is looking really, really good. Um, like I said, with preseason rankings, I don't know how highly you can really rate that Saluda win against Strom Thurmond. Obviously, it was a great win, good win on the road to get. It shows that Saluda is a really good team, um, and I do think they will be competitive in two, in uh, Region 2, 2A uh, this year. But uh, And that's their, just to mention it, that uh, not something we've seen in recent years, but... That used to be one, the Saluda Strom Thurmond game used to be one of the biggest rivalry games in the state. Absolutely, yeah. And um, you know, uh, even back years ago, we would see video clips uh, from the locker room of the winning team even before you had phone video. Um, and I think I saw some online. They would roll it out there on the on the tape. <laughs> yeah, roll it out the, on uh, the tape. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what you call that. Yeah, videotape. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, it's, but, um, yeah, you're right. But but I think it'll. I think this is going to be a pretty easy win for Saluda. Yep, I am definitely in agreement. Um, Dixie at Landrum. Uh, Landrum is a fairly good 2A team. Landrum beat Dixie last year. Uh, I don't think that... I you know I think it's another one of those games for Dixie where they just need to um, you know keep getting used to that system. Uh, I really do honestly think that Dixie can be a good team by the time the region region you know slate gets around here. But Dixie's definitely just got to get those young guys used to that system, run the ball a lot, control the clock, and uh, so I I don't think Dixie's where they really want to be at this point in time. Um, and then McCormick at Lincoln County, uh, that's kind of a that kind of throws you a curveball right there because McCormick just lost by one point to Crescent, which is a three A team. 
kind of a rebuilding 318. Not that, not that competitive of a 318, but McCormick. Uh, I mean, Akeem Durant. Um, you know, we'll talk about him a lot this season. Uh, we've already talked about him quite a bit this season. Um, that guy's going to be really good, and uh, you know, we'll see what he can do. And we really don't know how good Lincoln County is right now either. Yeah, I mean, it's um, hard to judge from what they, they played a quarter and a half or two quarters. Yeah, about a quarter and a half, almost you know, two. But, I mean, 10-7 versus Abbeville, it's pretty impressive. Um, you know, so exactly. they, they must be back. You know, uh, so that, that'll be a, that'll be a good, good game to measure where McCormick is. Too. Yeah, McCormick hosted Lincoln County last, week, last year um, and got, got annihilated. Um, it was like 57 to nothing. It was something like that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I actually think McCormick maybe can uh, can do a little something. Um, you know, some some of these games aren't winnable, you know, when you when it's a 1A team versus a way bigger school or something like that. But if you can score like 21 points on a Lincoln County, uh, that looks pretty good, uh, you know, to everybody watching. Um, and then uh, – yeah, you know, I think that's going to do it. I don't know if you guys wanted to add anything, but uh, those are all the games. Those are all the teams. We just hope for no rain this week. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, we will all be on the road, and it will be uh, it it will be very tough if there's rain, but let's just hope and pray that there's not. That's right. All right. See ya.